Welcome to the Resellers Niche Podcast, a show for e-commerce buyers and sellers, where we investigate unique categories of items being bought and sold, and show you how research equals knowledge equals profit. And now the duo who'll never leave you shortchanged, it's your hosts, Russ and Mo. Howdy, folks. Uh, today, we've got a slightly different show than we usually do. Um, it's still myself. Um, this is Mo Fremont. And uh, Russ Lee, how's it going, Russ? It's going good, Mo. How are you? Uh, good, thanks. Uh, I'm actually going to be doing the interview today, and Russ is going to be being interviewed or the one being interviewed um, as uh, Roaming Pickers. That's actually his original YouTube channel, and that's what we're going to be discussing. Um, it's going to be Travelage with Roaming Pickers. You so, got me Got me in the hot seat today. That's right. We'll, we'll try and see, uh, try and dig in to find out what's, what this is all about, how this works out. So, uh, Russ, why don't you give, uh, I mean, for anybody that hasn't heard the show before, uh, give them a little backstory on yourself, and then we'll go into some questions. Sure, sure. Um, I, I have been reselling for quite a few years, full-time for the last year, uh, June 1st. So, you know, I, I, I love reselling. I mean, it's just a, a great, I'm happiest when I'm doing deals. I'm happiest when I'm, when I'm picking. Uh, like a lot of people, I'm not happy when I'm listing. You know, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a lot. But so I've got that in my blood, and I love uh, travel. I was an Air Force brat. Um, I lived in a lot of different cities, um, and then and I was real young when my father retired, and I've, I've lived in a lot of different cities since I've been an adult. Um, so for me to be into another city, it, it's not that big a deal. My family is kind of centrally located. My, I've got a small family left, centrally located, kind of like in Louisiana. Yeah. So um, it's 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 that. the The fun thing about it is, um, you know, I, I I've picked up twice in the last uh, ten years, and moved to cities not knowing a soul. So you know, wow, wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think we're going to come back. I'm going to ask you about that. Um, if, just real quick, if you can kind of give a quick overview of what Rowing Pickers is going to be about, and then we'll backtrack and go to the beginning. Sure, sure. Uh, my idea with it, of course, I want to be on the road, and I want to uh, do uh, Travelodge um, with eBay, Amazon, uh, local, offer up, Craigslist type stuff, on the road. So that's finding items and also selling items 100% on the road. Nice. Some of the things that I'll be doing with the channel, I, I love meeting other resellers and, and other people, like-minded people. It just motivates you. You know, you and David uh, had a podcast yesterday and you talked about motivating and meeting other resellers just, just really gets you going. So I'm going to be doing some meetups with resellers uh, just in the community uh, we are going to offer uh, help if we go to a town and somebody needs a little bit of help uh, with some ideas or a little bit of mo motivational help like that aspect. Um, as we're going, I'll be talking about the thrift stores I find in, in those locations. Nice. Uh, and, and of course, we'll be doing, on the channel, we'll be talking about some of the leisure time of it. I mean, you can't uh, not be driving across the country and, and talk about the things you see. 
Okay. Okay. That that sounds that's an adventure right there. That's that's that was more in the mouthful. So <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess let's go back to the beginning. You touched on it already. Um, you, you you kind of moved around a little bit as uh, as a kid and. Could you talk about maybe the cities you lived in and how that worked moving from place to place? You know, when you grow up, it's, if you grow up without air conditioning, you don't know what air conditioning is. That's right. So, right. <laughs> so we, we grew up and our name came out in the phone book and we thought it was time to move. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, because it was just we moved um, frequently. I think we stayed in Texas for like five years. Um, then we went to Colorado and moved twice there. And then my family ended up in uh, St. Louis. Now this was all by the time I was 10 years old. Oh, wow. And so from that, now I stayed in St. Louis for 25, 24, 25 years, but I would go do contracts around the country. So I was always trying to, you know, I was always on the move and taking vacations and stuff like that. Uh, And then about 20 years ago, I started on the move myself and I've been in, let's see, one, two, three, four, five different cities in 20 years. Oh, wow. How many different driver's licenses do you have? Just uh, uh, all, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. You know, that's, that's been, that's always a fun thing to do. You got to get the, get the driver's license. So we've been in here in Florida for two years. Okay. Uh, just right at two years we picked up and when we, uh, we were in Mobile, Alabama and just said, we want to go to Florida. So literally sold everything out of a three bedroom, two bath house. Wow. And we moved down here in a five by nine open trailer. So, so we're kind of okay with, you know, we're, we've already kind of gone through the purge of. So you already super downsized right then. Absolutely. Absolutely. Super just, downsized. just since we're on the subject, because that right there is probably the hardest thing for anybody to do mentally and physically, uh, just to downsize from that much to that, uh, like uh, from big to small like that. That's like a, that's an HGTV show right now. Um, how, I mean, if you, if somebody else was thinking about even, I mean, most people just think about moving, let alone moving to a smaller spot. How would you even, uh, I don't know, how did you kind of get your head around downsizing that much? Well, being a reseller helps, and I'll tell you why. I moved to Savannah, Georgia in 2007 in four boxes. Okay. Uh, oh, wow. So, yeah. I, so, and then I met my wife, Carol, and we developed and built a house together, and she kind of purged before she moved to Savannah. Okay. So, so when we met together, we had a, uh, we, now we had a house to, to build. It was just her and I. Um, so we went through, and, and what does a reseller do? Where do we find our stuff? That's true. You're not going to find that at a regular retail store. Right. So, so garage sales, thrift stores, everything like that. We bought a, ca- a leather cap set, a very nice leather cap set at a garage sale. This couple had been given a home fully furnished from one of their relatives. So they were selling all their stuff out. We bought a three-piece couch set, leather, high-end leather, for 200 bucks. Nice. So, you know, so when, when I say, what do you parse down to, what do you do, or what, how do you get down to that? It was easy for me as a reseller. Um, and then when we moved here to Mobile, I sold it, uh, I sold it all at garage, garage sale and Craigslist. So oh, wow. some, some of the stuff, like that couch set, I zeroed out on. I, I sold I think I sold that for like 150. Oh, that's so, still not bad. No, no. I used that couch set for six years. <laughs> so, so 50, you know, that's like less than 10 bucks a year for a couch set. Um, and same way with everything. You know, we, 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 if we needed something, we find it at garage sales, thrift stores, 
uh, that type of area. I don't pay retail for anything. So it was easy to get rid of it. There was no attachments to it. Okay. Uh, was, there, was there any one item that you said, you know what, I should have kept that? Um, no, I can't. I can't think of that's, that's awesome. I mean, that yeah. you can get to that mindset. Yeah. Um, it's just, um, maybe I would have thought, well, maybe I could have got more for that. <laughs> no, but the fact that you got something for it, because I remember when we moved, we had like a dorm, it was like a post-college house. There's like four of us in there. We got this couch that was donated to us. I remember it wasn't that bad. We shopped it around. We ended up having to dump it outside um, a thrift store because they wouldn't actually take any more couches. They were overloaded. They were over. Yeah. So we had to wait till they closed and then we put it right in front of the gate <laughs> as close as we could on the side. Jump and go. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, you know, you, when you, you do that, it, it's strange to think that now, and I'm complete opposite the way that I lived in my early part of adulthood. Um, I was very attached to a lot of things and moved a four-bedroom house to Florida my first time. Oh, wow. Yeah, so so that, so that a lot of that has to do with, you know, changing lifestyles. And I tell you, Mo, it, moving here, I mean, when I went to Savannah in four boxes was freedom. Um, <laughs> but moving here, Carol and I, and literally with the bed, we kept our king-size bed and, you know, our stuff in a five-by-nine open U-Haul trailer. Wow. It's, it's freeing. It, it can be really uh, a freeing experience. It is. It's like the only thing I could equate it to is anytime that anyone's ever left their phone behind and you know you can't go back and get it for like a day or like a weekend. Uh, <laughs> that's the only yeah. thing I could equate it to. Like, you know, yeah. you're like, you know, you know what? Nobody can call me and I, there's nothing I can do about it. Right. So, so you just go on and, and you learn what you learn what you can do with and what you can do without. Yeah. Yeah, so that's so you've had multiple major moves, and you've gone from big to big, big to small, and then you're gonna you're gonna go from small to smaller, smaller, <laughs> or non-existent. When, so. when when we moved to Florida here, we bought a uh, mobile home in a 55 community. Okay, and it is 12 feet by 60, and it does have a screened-in porch and an extra Florida room. Uh, we probably don't use. Uh, half the place so you've kind of already got when you for the last two years you've already got to the mindset where you're like you know what we're already we're going to be it's kind of like just in time you're going to use what you need when you need it and that's it yeah. and then if and the reseller part of me says uh, i don't if i need it i'm not going to buy it retail or i'm not i'm gonna find it out there makes in, sense in the community um so i would like Another example, we have a uh, sharper image new wave oven. Picked it up for 10 bucks at a garage sale. Uh, we've been using that. We, we love that thing. I'm going to sell that for 20 Nice. Uh, so, so I got paid to use it, so to speak. But, yeah, it's parsing it down is, is, it can be tough. Um, I do have, you know, I, I do have some, some, some things that are personal that I'm considering um, – I, I'm struggling with what I have to do with them on this move, even though because we are going into an RV. Gotcha. And and they're plants. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm really into plants, and I've got a plant that is part 
uh, it's a cactus plant that uh, how would how would that even work i mean in terms of i'm not sure how you you would i mean like transport that i mean uh how do you have to keep it in soil do you have to keep it uh you would now luckily this one's a cactus so okay. it, yeah it can be in in a, uh, a closed rv or something like that but it's pretty big okay in, in an rv it's all about space and weight. definitely so i'm struggling getting rid of that plant or giving that to somebody because it's been in the that variation of that plant uh, my family's been growing it for 40 years oh wow so yeah yeah my my most prized possession is a plant so. but it's something that keeps growing so it's already a reseller mentality it's like yeah, it's, something that gives back. Gives back, and it has meaning. Uh, every generation of my family has grown some some variation of this plant. So that's nice. Yeah, that's just nice. a little something, a little silly. But. Okay, so the, let's move to. I know you've talked about RVs, but um, there's a couple different vehicles that you've been looking at. Could you kind of go over what you were planning on possibly moving it, uh, moving across the country in? What, Absolutely. Uh, first, we thought of, of a fifth wheel, and that's a pull behind the truck. Okay. Uh, then we looked at travel trailers. Okay. Uh, and that's just your normal camper pulls behind the truck. And uh, then you look at there's Class C's that are cab over. They're built off of like a van. Um, and then you've got your Class A's, which are the big coaches and the Winnebago type type areas. Gotcha. Um, all those are great options for for people. Um, I, I did, Carol and I decided that the option we want to go with is to get a school bus and convert it into a tiny home on wheels. Um, and That's just, that just sounds so cool to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, it's funny how many people are doing it now. And, and we've had the idea for a couple of years. Uh, we almost did this two years ago before we moved. Ahead. The only question I would have about that is if you were ever near like a school zone or, a, you know, uh, is that, so you, do you have to put off a, a, a sign or something that says, you know what, not active school bus or something? <laughs> not, <laughs> no ice cream. Yeah, um, there you go. <laughs> no, actually there's, there's laws concerning that you cannot, uh, you can own a school bus, but you cannot drive around with it to the um, school chrome yellow. You have to paint the bus. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So uh, what would you, I mean, just say you get a regular yellow school bus. What are you going to paint it? Uh, we'll probably paint it uh, metallic. Uh, I mean, we've got the design out, uh, a metallic base bottom with a cool turquoise color or some modern. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're going more of a, a modern uh, mid-century mix with Art Deco. Kind of. We want it to kind of look like an Amtrak train inside. Okay. Or, uh, or a plane. So. Okay. And then, I mean, does this school bus, is it literally like they were using this or is it already like they've taken the seats out, the stop signs come off, all that kind of stuff, or is it like empty on the inside? Typically you get them to where they, the kids have gotten off the school bus, they park it in the yard and then they sell it. That fast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure there's no stragglers. I mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, we don't want any extra, any extra passengers. So yeah, I mean, they, they, they evaluate them and they go through and sell them. And, uh, so you can find some that are partially done. You can find some that are completely done. Okay. So I'm, I'm assuming you, you would want to do a lot of that work yourself. Um, are you looking to possibly, if you had your perfect, what would your perfect bus look like the way you would want it? How would you describe uh, it? 
Sure. Yeah, open, very open, very minimalist. Okay. Um, uh, very airy, very light, you know, let a lot of the light in. Uh, I don't like walls. Uh, and then the important thing is the space for eBay and Amazon inventory. Okay. Yeah. You know, and, and then, that's a, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's a question I get a lot. Uh, you know, what are you going to do with inventory? What are you going to do? With, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, a lot of thought has been put into that. What, what's going to happen. Does a school bus, because I know Greyhound, they offer a service where you can put stuff underneath it. Does uh, a school bus actually have like a, I don't know if it's a, a compartment or something underneath uh, that's, or that's called a basement. In a okay. Coat. Okay. Oh, they do. They do have that. Uh, but you, you can build into that and, and add to it. Okay. Okay. You can modify it. They're very easy to modify. That's the amazing thing about school buses. They're easy to deconstruct the inside. I imagine if you took out all those seats, you'd have a lot. Of, how, how wide would that be? And uh, how it's, long? It's, it's about seven feet wide. Oh, wow. Okay. And then you've got, uh, depending on the, the school bus, there's different styles. The one we want is about 40 foot length and about 32 feet of usable space. That's pretty big. So, yeah. For two people, it's, it's an efficiency apartment. Okay. Yeah. And then as far as like, because I'm trying to wrap my brain around this a little bit, how would, uh, are you going to, is there going to be like a mini kitchen? Uh, can you build a bathroom? Is that uh, something people do? Absolutely. They have, uh, it's, if you think of about an efficiency apartment, okay, uh, that's just a, w a good way of looking at it. You, you know, efficiency apartment, you got your bedroom, your, your, your small kitchen. Okay. Uh, much like an RV. Everybody's been inside an RV and they have. The yeah. Small, yeah. And, um, you know, plenty of cabinet space. Of course, with it, when you're going down to minimalist, you don't need much. Cabinet space. We're literally gotcha. going to take, I think four bowls, four plates, and uh, that's still debating. We're debating if it's going to be two or four. Okay. Yeah. Another silly question. Do you get to keep the stop sign? Like, yes, you do. You do. You do. You can't use it, but oh. you get to keep it. Yeah. You get, you get the swing arms, the flashers, everything. They, uh, one I saw recently had still had the, uh, the uh, cameras in it. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing. Well, well, I went to school before they had cameras on school buses. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah. I'd be lucky if it had four tires. I mean, I, I went to school before they had school buses. What oh, you there you go. About? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is really, really, okay. So we've got, you've got it decked out. Uh, you've got it ready to go. You've got it painted. Um, so uh, what is it? Uh, what's the the travel plan you're going to be leaving florida and where are you going to be going to do you have a well, uh, yeah yeah we're we're going to build out probably in louisiana that's where most of my network of people uh you know my friend that's where a lot of my friends are and, okay uh, like i've got a nephew that does uh, electrician he's an electrician i've got a nephew that's a plumber so you know, yeah i have that network of people and space to do it it takes space to do this okay uh, so, so, and then got, along know. the way, you get thinking about uh, thrifting or uh, going the, the the whole way thrifting and RAing. Right, oh. we're the the way there. We're going to be hitting some places. Uh, we've got to go through I ten, which is back to in the Mobile, Alabama area, New Orleans, uh, North Florida, and we're hoping to hit some places based on on time. What we have, of course, we won't have the RV at that time. We're going to build it in Louisiana. 
Okay, so you're going to yeah. go to Louisiana, build it there, and then go from there. Then go from there, right. Got it, got it. So then when you did have it, um, how does it work with parking? So let's just say you're not actually at home yet or you're not at your destination yet. How does it work? Let's just say, I mean, can you park it anywhere? Are there specific spots to park? You can pretty much, well, you, you park it anywhere it fits and you, okay. can, and you can get in and out of. Okay. Uh, yeah, and, but as far as like overnight parking, or you know, sleeping arrangements and stuff. Uh, you have to go to a campsite or a private private lot, a friend's driveway, you know, or a friend's street, that type of thing. Gotcha. Uh, you got to check the rules of each city you go to. It's like if you go into a me- metro area, sometimes they only allow you to overnight on the street for three nights. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then let's let's talk about the let's say the one year plan. Or I'm not sure if you've even thought it out that far, but um, what were you planning on? Like, was there a distance? Do you say, you know what, I want to go all the way this far, this way, or I want to hit this state. Did you, did you have kind of like a strategic plan or are you just kind of doing it uh, locally at the moment or how are you planning that out? No, it's, it's kind of wide open. Um, we want to follow the road where it takes us. And okay. we do have a plan. Uh, August, there are some large, um, there's a large sale that we want to get up to in the Midwest. Nice. And we want to hit that. And of course, back in the Midwest, I, I again, no areas and no people. Um, so we're going to do that. And then from there, we don't know. It could be East Coast. It could be out in the mountains. It could be up in the north. Okay. The, the since you, just, since yeah. you say the mountains there, are there any, it's like uh, driving wise, are there any like weather issues that you uh, probably want to kind of avoid, obviously, or um, six feet? Yeah. Six feet of snow. I don't. Yeah. Uh, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's the advantage of a school bus is it's a pretty tough, you know, they build them to, to, to withstand, with hand, uh, with, uh, withstand stuff like that. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Nice. Nice. Okay. Okay. Cause I'm, this is just the neatest idea that I've ever, cause I've heard of people trekking across country and it's like, you know, I'm in my Prius or I'm in my civic or something like that. And it's like one guy and it's like jam packed or an RV, but, a school bus. And you said it was called something. What did you call people They're that called, do this? Uh, schoolies. Schoolies. So that's yeah. like a thing. It's, it's like, a thing. It's a, tr- it's a hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag schoolies. Okay. But it's, that's, but it's S- S-K-O-O-L-I-E. Okay. Schoolie. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Okay. And then, um, so moving from there, are there any uh, new types of, uh, I guess, uh, thrifting you think you could do that or are there actually say the opposite actually is there anything you probably would cut out of your uh reselling business with with the school bus yeah you know it, it's it it would be extremely hard to do uh long-term hauls or long you know the, the slow nickel long haul items gotcha um, say like right right now i've got uh, i got 200 pairs of jeans listed gotcha that would be really hard to have. First of all, that's 200 extra pounds that I'm paying gas to move it. Okay. Um, and then if say if they don't sell for three to six months, you know, now I'm hauling these all around the country. Um, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah. So you've got things like that. They need to be pretty quick, um, pretty quick tails on them to make it worth it. Now, if it's smaller items, then you've got, the long, you can have a longer tail on them. Okay. Uh, yeah. For example, I've, I found a cheese knife. Uh, okay. 
a cheese knife that it was made by some designer and it's got a mouse on it. And that cheese knife is, is listed at $50. Nice. You know, if I had a hundred of those cheese knives, that wouldn't be that much space. That's, that that's wouldn't, true. Wouldn't be that much weight. And yet it was still going on. We've talked about, um, you and I have talked about doll furniture. How, oh yeah. Yeah. How expensive some doll furnitures can be and, you know, stuff like that, uh, that are, that are higher value than, than uh, a thrift store. It's more of a specific items you can find. You still find them at thrift stores. Gotcha. But, uh, gotcha. And then uh, the only thing I was thinking, maybe this would be more work than it's worth, uh, uh, more work than it's worth. Do, could you actually haul things on a school bus? Like, like, can you get like a roof rack or like a oh, side rack or something like that? Or you something can, on the back? You could put, yeah. Well, you can, you can pull a trailer with those things. Oh my goodness. Uh, but we're, I mean like a, a cargo trailer, but we're going to be pulling a, a vehicle. Okay. That makes sense. And that way we can, we can park it and drive around town. Um, but yeah, those things are sturdy. People walk up on them. Uh, down here in NASCAR country, people take those buses and they put um, decks on them so they can walk. They stand up on top of the bus and watch the, watch. How the high movie. is that? It's probably like, I'm guessing 20, 15 to 20 feet or? No, no, it's, uh, it's under 12. Oh, it's under 12. Okay. Yeah, that's, I think 12 two is your maximum height for vehicles. Okay. Okay. Outside of trucks and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. I didn't even know that. Okay. That's okay. Okay. So, I don't want to keep you for too long, but um, how could people, because I, I want, if you could talk about Roaming Pickers again, just for a little bit, the YouTube sure. channel, how sure. can they reach out to you if they want to find out more about the journey? Well, if they want to find out more, of course, go to uh, the YouTube channel, Roaming Pickers. Um, there's, there's, it's pretty much a blank slate right now. Um, what's kind of, what's going to be neat is everything's going to be a blank slate. I am taking very, very little inventory with me to start. So they will see how a, a complete startup goes through. Um, and, and then also seeing how a complete build. I've got two, two things running at the same time. I'm doing an eBay and, and reselling business and building a RV schoolie. So, the, <laughs> yeah. <they'll> be, <laughs> that name's school. awesome. Schoolie. Schoolie. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so they can go to that. And, of course, uh, Instagram is the roaming pickers. And definitely – we're we're doing this journey to to fulfill a, a pretty much lifelong dream of, of mine, and but also to meet people. Uh, it's just one of the one of our hopes with this is that like somebody would reach out. Say we're in, you know, a Tumble, Iowa, and somebody up in Minneapolis says, "Hey, Russ, I've I've got a I've got a big driveway. Come up here and we'll we'll go sourcing together." And go up there for a week and source in Minneapolis. And then somebody calls, if somebody knows, says, "Hey, I, I'm I'm over in the Twins, or, uh, not Twins, I'm over in uh, you know Omaha. Let's go sourcing together." And I run down there and meet those people. And and if they you know they they help out, say I've got questions on this, or if they need help with that, kind of help them out, motivate them to the point of going. And and just it's about it's about the journey. Yeah. And that's true freedom right there. Yeah, about the journey. And, and, and we really, really uh, just to meet people and to have that experience. This is a great, I don't care what the news says. I don't care what's on negative on social media. This country is full of a lot of great people. 
Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. And, and, and a lot of just interesting, neat stories and little places that are just beautiful. I know some spots that are just absolutely jaw dropping beautiful that, and, and nobody goes to them or nobody sees them. You know, we all know about Yellowstone, all that stuff. But yeah. to, to be out on the prairies or the Great Plains of Nebraska and be up on a hillside and see for forever and watch the wheat wave in the wind or, the, or you can hear the corn grow out there. I, that's, that's beauty. And wide open skies. How, you know, get back into the wide open Montana skies. That's, that's the journey. That's awesome. I, I want to see some pictures. Oh, so. yeah. We're definitely, definitely going to be – got to – I'm working on the, um, the internet issue. Um, is that's, that's, that's always the question. Are you going to probably get like a hotspot or is that how it's, how it's going to work or, uh, they've got some new technology out that's working pretty well. Um, it's, it's limited on data that's interesting, but uh, there's a couple channels that I watch and learn from. Okay. They've, they've, um, they've came out with some better technology on that, but it's expensive. You know, my internet's going to run me about 150 a month. Yikes. Does that turn your vehicle into a, its own like uh, mini tower or something like that? Or Pretty much. It's, it's just like your home. I'll have Wi-Fi on it. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, there's a lot of free Wi-Fi out there, but you have to connect into it. And yeah. A lot, a lot of campgrounds have free Wi-Fi, but you've got to get range extenders. And um, But yeah, it's about 150 a month. And that's, that's if I don't go over the data. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a whole show in, it, in itself right there. Yeah. Figuring yeah, out the Wi-Fi. Uh, there's a couple that's been doing it for quite a few years. They have an entire book and series, and I mean they they've really delved into it deep, and it, it's a it's an hours long discussion. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow, and I I complain about the Wi-Fi in my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's going to do, but. Uh, <laughs> But some of that's going to be nice, though, because there's going to be times where, you know, you talked about that, the phone being off. Yeah. There's going to be times where I'm going to not want Wi-Fi. Yeah. And I'm going to be glad that I don't have Wi-Fi or I don't have uh, a service. You know, because we got to disconnect more. Yeah. You got to yeah. disconnect so you can actually really connect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, in a sense. You get get into, you know, we're, we're talking about um, – what you fill your day with when you're tied in and connected quote to the internet and then how you have to change that when you, you don't have internet. That's right. Yeah. Or you've got to watch your data. Well, I really want to thank Russ for coming on our show. Since he's the co-host of the reseller niche podcast, but I want to thank everybody else for listening out there. Check out his YouTube channel, the roaming pickers, and his Instagram, The Roaming Pickers. Um, he's been posting some pictures already. And then I can't wait to see the RV or, the, I'm sorry, the schoolie when you get it. First, uh, June, we're hit June. Uh, I'm sorry, July is, is build month, fine month. Okay. So we're going to be finding the bus in July and start working on it then. I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. Be fun. We'll come out to see you, Bob. Oh, that, that's, that's how, let's make a plan. How big is your driveway? I think it's big enough for, I mean, you might stick out a, it's a regular two car driveway. So it might stick out a little bit. It's got a little <laughs> bit of a front part. I'll measure it for you. We'll find out. <laughs> I should know that. There we go. We'll park on the street. There you go. But, uh, I really want to thank everyone for listening and until the next one, uh, 
thanks for listening to the Reseller Niche Podcast. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Reseller Niche Podcast. Show notes and social media links are located at resellerniche.com. Please like and subscribe to us on iTunes.